0: This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. If you recall, this week we're talking about elements, themes, uh, discussion topics that came out of our youth groups watching of the movie I'm Not Ashamed, a story of Rachel Scott and the story of Columbine. And so, this Today, one of the topics we're going to talk about is how to witness to your friends and, and how do you go about doing that. And when Rachel, the summer before Columbine happened, uh, she went to go visit her aunt and her cousin. And during that time, she was going through some hard times at school, a tough time with her family. Her world was just crashing down on her. And instead of her aunt and her cousin guilting her, convicting her, just beating her over the head and kicking her while she's down, they had compassion and love for her. And that's how they came at the Came to bring about God into the conversations. They came with the angle of love, not conviction. So I want to read this to you, this verse to you. We read it in Colossians a few months ago. It's Colossians two or Colossians four verses two through six. Devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Pray for us too that God will give us many opportunities to speak about His mysterious plan concerning Christ. That is why I'm here in chains. Pray that I will proclaim this message as clearly as I should. Here's the the important part. Live wisely among those who are non-believers and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. You see, when we have friends, when we have relatives, when we have people in our lives that are struggling or maybe falling away from their faith, don't guilt them. Don't you know, beat them over the head with a Bible. I'm I'm reminded of I don't know if any of you have seen the movie Saved, where with Mandy Moore and she yells at her friend, I'm filled with Christ's love, and then throws a Bible at her friend. I, I just think that's so that captures us as Christians so many times of you know we are so angry at our friends and we throw a Bible at them and at the same time saying I'm filled with Christ's love. It's so opposite of what we're supposed to do. But instead of guilting them Tell them you love them. Tell them God loves them. I think I told this story a while ago as I was driving to work. I saw a man on the corner saying, The end is near. The end is coming. Repent now. And I thought there there were two thoughts that went through my mind. One was how many people have come to Christ because of him. And the back of my mind, I thought probably not many. But at the same time, what went through the back of my mind is, how many people has he driven from Christ because that's the angle he's taken? You see, Jesus was all about relational ministry. Jesus had, he would draw crowds. He would draw a lot of people around him. But really, then he went to a smaller group of of like 50 close people that would always kind of be with him and and travel with him. Then he had his 12 disciples. Then even from there, he had Peter, James, and John, his three. So Jesus was all about relational ministry. He was all about getting to know somebody. And that's really how we need to to witness to our friends. I told uh, our, my youth group this the other day. I said, you know, the past way 20 years ago of doing ministry was, hey, just bring your friends to youth group and and, and the youth leader will take care of the rest. Well, you know, that's kind of how we do church, too, is just bring your friends to church and then the pastor will take care of the rest. Well, your pastor and your youth leader can only do so much. You see, you have a relationship with your friends. You are the rock. You're the one that they go to all the time. They're not going to you know, talk to a stranger about the things that are going on in their lives, the things that they are struggling with. They want to talk to you about those things. So it's not really bring them to church, bring them to youth group, and then magically something will happen. It might be a lifelong process. It might take months. It might take years. It might take decades for them to realize God's love. And sometimes that's hard. Sometimes it's difficult. But with your persistence and with constant prayer like Paul was doing, he's asking other people to pray for him in the book of Colossians. He wants to have the right words. And that's really what you should be doing is praying that you get the right words as God opens the doors for you to talk to your friends about Christ. And don't hammer them over the head, don't guilt trip them, don't condemn them. Show them Christ's love, because that's what God was all about. Jesus came to this earth to show us his love, and that's how we can tell others about Christ. It's through God's love and grace to us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for sending your Son to show us how to tell others about you. And it's through grace and love. And that's how we should talk to our friends, God, with that Um, with constant love and a desire to see them in heaven, to see them worshiping you, to see them want to have a relationship with you. God, thank you so much for giving us your word that we can constantly go back to and, and figure out how it is that we're supposed to live. Be with us and guide us this week as we continue to learn from other people's lives through Rachel's ups as well as her downs in your name we pray. Amen. Remember you're a loved child of God, and how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.